Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to another uh, Power 6 podcast. We don't have an intro this week. Uh, crew's lacking a little bit. We're missing Devin and Connor this week. But don't worry. We have tons of content coming to you this week. Um, we actually have a very famous guest picker this week. So you guys will do not want to miss this. Very big in history here. Um, and uh, just before we get things started, I want to say that we are now on iHeartRadio. Um, I will double check at the end of this podcast. So we are now on four different platforms. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. There's no excuse for you to miss any of the action now. Uh, make sure you share it with friends, family, coworkers, whoever. If they love college football, they're going to love this show. With that being said, Max, what do we got cooking this week? Uh, this week, cooking. Indeed. Like you said, very famous special guest maker uh, coming up later. So. Uh, yeah, you're not going to want to miss that, like you said. But we'll start with uh, Week 8 reaction and a different type of Nebraska reaction. Just wanted to touch on it real quick, give a shout-out. There is a new number one in the country in volleyball. Nebraska beat Wisconsin uh, Saturday night in five sets. Unbelievable volleyball game. It was awesome to watch, um, especially, I mean, sets two and three. Looked like they were kind of kind of down. They make a comeback in set four and then win it all in and five. Um, that was awesome. So go big red. Go big volleyball. We're a volleyball school. Dude, that was a great day for the state. Great day for the state. <clears throat> I'm surprised Lincoln did not burn down on Saturday. Yeah, I'm, I didn't see any like crazy videos or anything. I didn't either. That's I saw bad. something from the rail yard watching the, the volleyball game. That looked pretty good. I mean, it was packed. Yeah, they're for just, the they're just popping to just going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll save the riots for the Big Ten West Championship and volleyball natty. The Big Big Ten, yeah. you goddamn right, brother. Hey, we got a chance for two Big Ten championships this year. Uh, you mean Big – well, division champion. No, two Big oh. Ten championships. Okay. Yep. Oh, That's yeah. true because the cheat Vereens aren't going to be in it, so. Nope. All right. With that, though, let's get into Nebraska football. Uh, Huskers beat Northwestern 17-9 to in uh, what we expected. You know, ugly, low-scoring game. Big 10 West football. That's just how it is. Defense showed up once again and bailed out a couple early turnovers by the Huskers because uh, Harburg probably had his, unfortunately, his worst game yet. Um, but damage was minimized, and uh, he made one fantastic throw to Malachi Coleman. So. Uh, huge win. They needed this one. They got it. So that's all that matters. Yeah, those those first two drives were tough, um, especially first play of the game, throwing in an interception. Um, I thought we were screwed. And then, you know, our next drive, we do the same exact thing. And I thought we would already lost the football game um, to, to kind of persevere through some of that adversity and get the job done. It shows a lot of resilience in this team. Um, that throw to Malachi Coleman was perfect. Uh, he's a big receiver. He's fast. I think we're going to start utilizing him more um, and not just focusing on Fedoni. It does suck. I haven't heard any updates on Billy Kemp. Um, hopefully he can get back at the end of the season because um, he is big on the uh, punt return. Hey, um, so this week I did not watch the game, but I, I listened to it on the radio. And I got to shout out Greg Sharp. He does oh. such a good job, man. He does. He does fantastic, and Damon Benning does uh, pretty good, too. Uh, this Husker team is one of my favorite Husker teams in my life, honestly, just because 
of how tenacious they are and they make really make teams earn it. And the polar bear, dude, the polar bear is so awesome. I love the polar bear. My favorite husker. He, the polar bear. he overtook Luke Reimer, my favorite husker. Yeah. The polar bear is a big dude, man. They whenever they zoom in on him, I just I can't believe his sheer size. Yeah, Nash Huttmacher had uh, seven tackles, two and a half tackles for loss, uh, two and a half sacks. That is a day right there. I saw him getting some shout-outs on some national college football media on Twitter and stuff. I think he's going to be rising in the, the NFL draft ranks because he, he's been dominant this season. Yeah, yeah, yep, I saw that one. Um, Didn't we have, uh, like, nine sacks? It was eight. It was something crazy like that. Yeah, I mean, I think we had thirteen tackles for loss, something like that. Fourteen, maybe. Yeah, we got a we got a ton of pressure in the backfield. You know, the defense is they're they're really just they do not give up. You got to earn every yard against them. And those times that Northwestern had, uh, you know, they were inside the ten, the twenty. It really felt like they still had a mountain to climb, which is a lot different than uh, the past Nebraska teams. Agreed. Yeah, and they're they're spreading the wealth on defense too. Kind of getting lost in that. Princewell, Uman Mielen, <clears throat> freshman. Uh his his stat line's almost up there with Nash. He had seven tackles as well. Uh two tackles for loss, one sack. Didn't seem like that loud of a day because Nash was kind of taking that game over, but Princewell had a day. Isaac Gifford had a touchdown saving play, got past two linemen on a outside screen, made a solo tackle again against two blockers on a play that could have gone for at least 20 yards. He had seven tackles as well. Reimer with six, Butler with six, Hartzog five. I mean, you keep going down the list. The defense is is legit. I mean, they're awesome. Yeah, they're saving us for sure. <clears throat> and then what was the rushing? Let's see. 81 rush yards allowed, too. So another game under 100 rush yards allowed, 2.1 yards yeah. of carry. That's and there was that big ass run too. Yeah. So if that mm-hmm. run didn't happen, it would probably been way less. Which thing yeah, is that guy was so slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if that guy wasn't slow, he would have been gone. Uh, yeah. was it Titus? Ty Caius, something like that. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that drive was strange because they they kind of they got um a lot of their yards on the ground. Uh, and I was surprised to see that Northwestern tried to air it out a lot more than typically see a Big Ten West team do, but I haven't really watched them all year. I think teams are – I mean, as long as Nebraska's rush defense holds up to what it is, which it's been fantastic. It's been a top-five rush defense in the country against every team but Michigan. That I think they're kind of forcing teams to be one-dimensional and air it out, which is great yeah. because Big Ten West teams can't do that. So it bodes really well right now for this team. So I am I'm pretty worried for this weekend. Right, well, we'll wait for the, the- – the preview of that game. Yeah, I hear you. Maccabee, that son of a bitch. <laughs> Who the hell is Maccabee? He freaking tore us Is up. he still there? Yeah. He's on. Oh, he's really? Now. Yeah. Is he he's a running back that? Yeah. Is he a running back? He had like 200 yards against us. Yeah, he tore us up last, uh, last year. And then, uh, what was his name? Charlie Jones or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, he's gone now, but he was ch- chopping us up with AOC. And then, is is their quarterback gone too? That guy kind of dies us up. Uh, no, it's Hudson Card this time. They have Hudson Card, Texas transfer. Yeah. Oh, 
he's decent. Mean, he's decent at Texas for a little bit, right? Decent yeah, he, he, him and uh, Quinn Ewers were kind of s- split in time last year. I, I think it was because Quinn Ewers got hurt in the Bama game and then Hudson Card came in, remember, I believe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. Almost led him to a win. So, question for you guys. Um, I'll probably I'll probably ask this every week. Do we see Jeff Sims again? Hey, we we all him? we all thought it. You don't I think know so? we all thought it after that second pick. We're like, we go into the Sims here. Okay, but you know, Sims has done this, did the same exact thing though. You guys, like, right, it's, it's did, not going to be any better. It? Right after that second pick, did you guys? Did you guys think it? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was in play. Possibility was. Yeah, there. I did too. It crossed my mind, and then I kind of cooled down. It took about it, it only took about ten seconds to cool down. Okay, let's uh keep it with the Heine. I've uh, the little Heine. I've been thinking about it for like honestly the last couple weeks. I just I'm not impressed with Harbor's arm. I just don't think he's accurate. Like he's missing guys that are wide open, throwing it high that like and he's only going to Thomas Fedoni, it feels like, which fair enough. Thomas Fedoni's a monster, but you're also putting him in a in a terrible position with him going outstretched up to catch these high balls, and then people are going to start going after his legs, and then he's going to get injured. But nevertheless, I just don't think Harburg's really got that great of an arm. Great no, ball Malachi, though. Great he, ball he, doesn't, he doesn't have that great of an arm. You saw in that first interception, he didn't really lead him. He just threw it where he was. That's mm-hmm. a terrible um, throw. Yeah. I mean, the second interception, I wouldn't really put on Harburg, you know, Fedoni's got to catch the ball there. The uh, the first play of the game would have been a touchdown to two different guys. Uh, Fedoni was, as we he tried to go to, was yeah. running down the middle of the field with a guy five yards behind him, and the throw was behind and it's intercepted. Otherwise, on that same play, first play of the game, uh, Borkature is down the sideline with no one within 15 yards of him. Why don't yeah, I? I... I'm wondering if Harvard like got confused. They were so wide open and like threw it in between them. Is what it <laughs> it honestly looked like. It was, uh, it was a really bad throw. I also I kind of just don't feel like he reads the field that well. I don't know. You yeah, I don't know I if think, you guys have like an opinion on that, but no, I, I would agree because I think he's he's obviously pretty inexperienced. You know, when it comes down yeah. to it, and so the, I think the game still is moving pretty quick to him. With that, you know, with experience, I mean, the extreme end of the example, like the Tom Brady, a play probably takes 20 seconds in his mind, whereas Harburg is like happening in a split second. He's just like so quick, you know. So, yeah, I don't think he. True. Yeah. I mean, he has not been great, but we never expected him to be great, I guess. <laughs> um, and But I do think that Harburg perfectly embodies what the, the 20. 23 Nebraska Cornhuskers are. He's just a scrappy dude. He's tough. Um, not a lot of experience. Uh, gosh, he plays hard. Yeah, and I I really like him as as the quarterback in Nebraska. I got no yeah. complaints. I I would completely agree with that. They like um, a lot of this team was inexperienced coming in, really young, and you know he's kind of embodied that as a whole. Um, another guy I wanted to touch on if we were done on Harburg. Brad, did you have something else? Uh, yeah, I was just going to quickly say I wouldn't be surprised if we see Sims again, but as long as we keep winning, I bet Harburg's the guy. That's the last thing I was going to say. 
I did want to say one more thing too, is that I, my opinion from last week, I would say like my personal chances of seeing Jeff Sims has actually gone down because if we didn't see Jeff Sims in this game where Harburg looked pretty shaky, I think, I mean, he's got a bigger leash than I thought at least. For sure. Yeah. And we keep winning. So why, yeah. why change if we uh, keep winning? So. And you know, the plays were there too. Marcus Satterfield, we, I know we give him a bunch of crap because the offense is kind of crappy, but there were a couple plays like the first play. And there was another play later in the game with guys wide open uh, that were just missed. So yeah, got to fix that. Got to fix that. Yeah. Got to be clean, but yep, yep. That's the last thing I had. Um, so moving on from that, uh, I was really impressed with Emmett Johnson this week. You could definitely tell they've been trying to hammer down uh, two hands on the football. Because every time he ran, I swear he just ran like this. Like, and the he ran hard. He ran really hard. I um, was very impressed. Anthony Grant still running out there like this with the ball. Um, obviously, he hasn't learned anything. Um, yeah, it was it was very scary seeing Grant went running like that. Like, dude, you got to figure it out. You've been dropped down in the depth chart for a reason, and it's not because you're a bad player. It's just because you can't you can't hold on to the ball. Yeah, he's got to he's got to realize that at some point. Yeah, yeah Emmett Johnson had uh, 12 carries for 73 yards at uh, 6.1 yards per carry. Really good day. He looked really good. Um, aside from that exchange thing, they he had uh, against what was it Illinois? Uh, yeah. Which I mean, dude, everybody on the team. It's like we're we gotta expect one or two of those a game, a fumbled snap or a fumbled handoff. It. At this point, it's kind of like just we have to live with it. Uh, well, we we had really two like in the see last that cleaned game. up. We had two in just yeah. this game. At least, <laughs> yeah, we, mean, you we had to, four like, fumbles. It's gonna, yeah, we yeah, have we to expect that back. it's going to happen every game, and we're gonna, you know, blow up a drive at the very least. Probably give them the ball in their territory. I just, I don't think we've had a game where we haven't done something like that, but. Gosh, it's it. That part is super annoying. Yeah, we fumble the ball a lot. Yeah, too much. Like like on uh, like fumbles that are, are not caused by the other team even touching our guys. They're just dropped. Uh, one thing too I noticed is that our offensive line looked more disciplined this week. Um, we didn't have as many we need different offensive line balls. next week. That's true. Yeah, it's gonna be clearly different. Yeah. Um. Was it, have you guys seen updates about Ethan Piper? Is he going to be back? He's out for He's the gone, season. Though. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and the, we have uh, we have three remaining starters from the beginning of the season. Yeah, because uh, okay, what was it? And then uh, Nadine Norelli is now out for a couple weeks. Um, and then who was the other? Wasn't there another? I can't remember. Oh, Turner. I think Turner Corcoran's actually injured too. So Ben Scott and Bryce Benhart are the only remaining starters now from I mean, the start of the season. We're, we're going to find out, can a high school player play in the Big Ten West? Because we got just fresh 18-year-olds coming right out of varsity football yeah. that are going to be starting. We, yeah, uh, you know. we had like nine freshmen play last week or something like that. Some... Some number. Excuse me. Yeah, it, the wide receiver group is decimated too, with Billy Kemp now being out for a few weeks at least. Um, so yeah, I mean it is going to be like Malachi Coleman, 
Alex Bullock, Jalen Lloyd, Jaden Doss. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's crazy. It actually is crazy what has happened to this offense. They're already, you know, bad enough. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll man. See. We the equipment manager needs to stock up on the bottles and the binkies for this team, man. They got a bunch of little babies. <laughs> by the way, every uh, every point scored for Nebraska in this game was scored by a Nebraska native. Um, That's awesome. Tristan Alvano with the field goals and extra points. Malachi Coleman with the touchdown reception, and Heinrich Harburg rushed one in. All Nebraska guys. So that's kind of interesting. A, that is that that's, is awesome. That's good really for Alvano. Good for Alvano to get a good field goal, and then on top of that, Malachi Coleman. Yeah, that bomb. Hopefully, that gives Malachi Coleman some some confidence, a little more you know swagger out there. I mean, we've been hearing all the hype. He's the fastest dude out there. We've been hearing all that, and we finally got a little taste of it. Yeah, he burned him. Yeah, he he did burn that defender. Um, one thing too, I love Tristan Alvano. Whenever he makes a field goal, his celebration, it it gets me so hyped. I know it's because he's missed a couple and he you know gets down, but when he makes it, he's just fired up, and I love it. It gives him a lot of confidence. Yeah, I agree. I think that's also the Nebraska kid in him coming out, man. Grow up watching the Huskers. Now he can score for him. It's gotta be fun. Uh, after that game, though, Nebraska now fourth in the country in rushing defense, so that's good. Um, depends on the metrics you use, you know, for where their total defense is rated. But on NCAA.com, they have the 21 ranked, 21st ranked uh, total defense in the country. So that's great to see a top 25, top 25 defense there, according to the NCAA. For reference, Iowa is a couple below that. Their defense ranks number 23. So that's pretty good. Um, but anyway, we can move on from – oh, eighth in the country in sacks as well. Um, everything going for this team is on the defensive side of the football. Yeah. Um, with that, though, let's get into some other games. Uh, the weekend we'll, we'll obviously Purdue, uh, preview the Purdue-Nebraska game uh, later in this episode. But uh, let's go to the biggest game of the weekend, Ohio State beating Penn State 20-12 to in Columbus. This was uh, another ugly game, and um, Ohio State really impressed me. Penn State's offense, not good. Yeah, Penn State's offense was absolutely terrible. Their play call made no sense. Um, There was one drive I remember. They ran. They had like 50 yards running, and then they did three pass plays, and I think they kicked a field goal. Just like, I don't understand, like, why you got to mix it up. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Until, you know, they game plan, the defense changes to play for the run, keep running. I don't get it. Um, You know, I'm not an offensive coordinator, so I don't know how that all works. But I just, they were trucking, and I don't know. Their quarterback didn't look very good. um, But that could be just inexperience, especially in a high-pressure game like that. Yeah, and there was the big fumble recovery scoop and score that was taken back on a hold, too. That was a huge <clears throat> shift in the game. Um, yeah, big win for Ohio State. Uh, they now have a couple of the best wins in the country over Notre Dame and Penn State now. So they're, you know, squarely one of the top teams in my mind. Uh, what else happened this weekend? Should we talk about the Iowa-Minnesota game? <laughs> Too bad I really, Connor 
is not here. I really wish Connor was here for this. Um, wow. I, I mean, he's, he's heated on it. Yeah. I, I have never seen anything like that happen. Because when they reviewed it, I'm like, oh, they're just reviewing if he stepped out of bounds. I mean, and then, first... then watch the replay, and I'm like, he didn't step out. And then they came back and said it was overturned. I was like, holy shit. And then they showed the little the hand gesture. I don't know. We should just, first of all, state that Cooper DeGene is an absolute beast. Uh, guy's an absolute gamer. Always making plays. And he's like the only reason Iowa scores. Like, I, I can't believe he does it every week. And he should have done it this week. I think it was a pretty suspect call. Yeah. That guy... Is freaking fast. He made Minnesota's uh, hunt team look like little boys. He just ran around all of them. Yeah, it was crazy um, to see that come back. I I think it's the most unfortunate thing about it is that when, I mean, every scoring play is reviewed and then they, you know, actually go to review with this one because he was close to the sideline. So they're looking at that and then now all of a sudden they look at the the invalid fair catch signal, which by the letter of the law and the rule book, sure, I guess is the right call, but that's just tough. Cause, cause they're not looking like no one's looking at that to the, at the start of the review. They're just looking to see if he's out of bounds. And then suddenly it's like, well, wait a minute, look at this, you know, it's tough. Yeah. That, I've heard a lot of the letter of the law comments this week. PJ Fleck, I think he's even big letter of the law guy. Um, DJ Flex said He's that it is not controversial at all. He is a fucker, dude. I actually can't believe we lose to him every year. Um, and I'm actually I'm a PJ Flex hater now. I know last year I was not on that uh, train, but I am fully on board now. PJ Flex is a fucker. Yeah, where's he at in our most annoying coaches ranking? Can he be just number one? No, oh, we have, no, we have, we have, we Dion. have yeah, Dion's number one. PJ Flex number two. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. There's no way Dion's moving off of number one. Dude, yeah, I don't Jake. think Dion is that annoying, though. Like, it's the media that makes him annoying. Dude, imagine if the media followed PJ Flex like they did with Dion. That would, jeez, I would just go and I would fucking strangle the guy. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. Iowa, yeah, you know. Can, can we have PJ Fleck receiving votes for most annoying coach? Well, he's number two right now. Well, put it, let it, let it be known he's receiving votes for number one. Okay, he has some first place votes. He's got a first place vote. My first place vote is still with Dion. Yes, <clears throat> but let it be known, PJ, solid number two, solid number oh. two, especially after this weekend. Um, um, Alec Bohm just hit a home run. That's a Nebraska native right there. Nebraska natives just keep scoring, man. Ron Colley. Shout out Ron Colley. Um, <clears throat> Iowa did have 11 rush yards on the game. They had – do you guys what? know? Did any of you, Wait, do any what of, did you just say? Iowa had 11 rush yards on the game. No fucking way. Yeah. So I'm getting into some of these stats to put more blame on Brian Ferris. But anyway – do you guys know how many second yard, second half yards Iowa had? Probably negative. It wasn't negative. I'll give you here. Over, under, eight and a half. 
Under. I'm taking the under. I can't believe you would doubt Brian Ferentz like that. He had over. They got 12. They had 12 (laughs) total yards in the second half. Um, Oh, my gosh. And then they almost – they should have won. Yeah, it is actually insane that a team essentially should have won when they had 11 rush yards, 12 total yards in the second half. Iowa had three turnovers to Minnesota zero. They lost three to nothing in the turnover margin. And they still almost won that game. Three times? Yeah, they were uh, two fumbles lost, I believe, both by Deacon Hill and then an interception thrown by Deacon Hill. Dude, I just – the stats you hear from them are crazy, and I like I'm. They're such a formidable opponent. Still, I mean, unless yeah. you actually good at football, but this is the Big Ten West. No one's good at football. Yeah, it's it is unbelievable. I don't know how they. I don't know how they compete in games like this. I mean, it's obviously just that defense, but it's just yeah, the the offense is so. Horrible. I mean, we think Nebraska has a bad offense. It's technically Nebraska could be does worse. have a worse offense, don't they? Like a scoring offense, I think is worse than Iowa. Yeah, but in scoring like, offense, Iowa, they, count. they count the special teams and defensive. Like it's crazy they points. score more points than they do score more points than us, though. Iowa as a team, they're they average more points than Nebraska, but their offense doesn't get a lot of those. <laughs> It makes no sense. Yeah, so uh, statistics, statistically-wise, Iowa has the worst offense in the country. In fact, let me let me check it right now just to make sure. Yes, Iowa's 133rd out of that many teams, and by a long margin. Iowa averages 232 yards per game. Next worst is Eastern Michigan uh, at 251 yards per game. So they're a whole... 20 yards less. Uh, they're horrible. It is a horrible offense. They can't do anything. Deacon Hill's fumbling it. Their offensive line is giving up sacks, interceptions. Dude, Deacon is so And they're 6-2. Yeah. They are 6-2. and two. And they have the worst offense by a long margin in all of college football. You know in Madden... Uh, when you make a character and you make you make a quarterback, you're like, oh, I'm going to make him as fat as possible, but also as fast as possible. Deacon Hill is the fattest possible setting in Madden, but he's just fat. He's not He's not fast. This guy is just fat. On the radio today, they were calling him Biscuits and Gravy. They were not calling him his name at all, just Biscuits and Gravy. Biscuits and Gravy at QB. Yes. That's awesome. All right. Well, I guess that's enough crapping on Iowa. That game, I mean, puts Minnesota suddenly back into the Big Ten West conversation as now they're two and two. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, the Big Ten West is hilarious. It's the best division in all of sports. I don't care what anyone says. I completely agree. I agree. There's like, there's, you never know who's going to win the Big Ten West. Like the East, you know, there's three teams. And the really, West, the West, it could literally be the whole division. Dude, there could, there is no division with better parity than the Big Ten West. It's actually comical. 
<laughs> really, really. <laughs> Meanwhile, the best team in the East could beat any team in the West by 30 points. And so far, they've done that. <laughs> At least. I mean, that Wisconsin spread this week is not that big. I think it's like two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, any other games that we want to get into for sure? No, I didn't even watch football this week. Just listened. Wisconsin, Illinois. Yeah, another big result. I didn't watch really much any of that. In the West. Wisconsin barely won. They scored like what, 20 seconds left to take the lead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bad beat on my lock there. <laughs> Dude, your lock was never going to fucking hit. Ever. Dude, it looked so fucking <laughs> good. Dude, I'm so glad it didn't hit, too. Oh, it's a terrible lock. You disgraceful man. <laughs> you I will disgraceful say, man. Illinois is suddenly starting to make the Nebraska win continue to look pretty good. They put up a it's fight not. and almost beat Wisconsin. They beat Maryland. That's, I don't know. It kind of out of nowhere. They're looking pretty damn good. Thank God. One game, I didn't watch it. I didn't I didn't watch a lot of football this week. Um, but Washington only beating ASU 15-7 to is crazy. And they were yeah. down. Yeah, I think when I saw it, I didn't get to see much of it. It was 0-0 zero to zero and like five minutes left in the second quarter or something. Yeah, it was 7-3 at halftime. Uh, unbelievably, Washington, which is like probably the best offense in college football, they did not score any offensive touchdowns this game. It was all field goals and a pick six. Oh, wow. Yeah. Michael Penix had a 41 QBR, zero TDs, two interceptions. Again, kind of crazy, which is actually – I saw somewhere that J.J. McCarthy is now the front runner for the Heisman. Really? I saw that as well. I I don't know if I buy that. Yeah, I don't know if I do either. But Penix did have a really bad day. I'll, I'll look at FanDuel right now. What does Caleb Williams have to do to win the Heisman? Score a hundred points every game? I guess so. Oh no, it is JJ McCarthy plus two fifty. Michael Penix plus three hundred. That is crazy. Dude, Guess who is tied with Michael Penix? Jaden Daniels. Daniels. He's going off. Where, where's Bo Nix in there? Dude. Bo Nix plus 1,200. Mm. That might McCarthy, not be a bad bet. J.D. McCarthy being number one is like people putting Brock Purdy at the top of the MVP race. That's this is not going to happen. Headley, did you, before with our preseason uh, awards episode, did you say Marvin Harrison Jr. as a dark horse? I did have him. He's not doing too bad. I I had the same dark horse, too. I should have put that bet down. It was like plus 1,500, something like that. I think it was plus 3,200, honestly. Oh, yeah, it might have been more. Plus 10,000. Who is? Caleb Williams, plus 10,000. Dude, people people really hate Caleb Williams now. They really do. He's not a likable player. Uh, I don't even see Blake. Oh, no, there he is. Blake Quorum, plus 12. Thousand, yeah, it's tough. All our picks are doing really good, <laughs> really good. I would like speaking of Caleb Williams and Heisman race, Utah beating USC thirty-four to thirty-two on a last-second field goal. That was entertaining. Great game. USC is they're frauds. They're actually frauds. Yeah, actually. Well, that was what. <laughs> 
I forgot who my underdog was going to be, and I think I uh, I remember now. I'm good. <laughs> I my uh, underdog is still a game time decision, but uh, that is one of the options I was thinking about. So I'll see. I don't know what I'm going to choose yet for that. I would like to shout out Virginia. 24-point dogs upsetting a top-10 North Carolina team, 31-27. to 27. So good for the, the Virginia Cavaliers. They've been having a god-awful season, and uh, that was massive. Shouts-outs, Virginia. And then there were some there were some scares with some big teams. Uh, Oklahoma barely hangs on against UCF, uh, defending a two-point conversion attempt to, to keep the uh, – win. Texas beats Houston by a touchdown. Houston was driving uh, late in that game with a chance to win. Another big underdog. And then Michigan State is not in the same category. They lost 49 and nothing. <laughs> really <laughs> close. Really close. <laughs> really it was close for about five minutes there. Yes, it was. And Michigan scored. <laughs> yeah. Okie State, Good Okie for State is back. Mike Gundy is back. That is, we can say that for certain now. Back like they never left. And also, Ole Miss, they've had two really close games against Auburn and Arkansas, both one score or one touchdown games. They're kind of scary. They're the, scary. Arkansas, the Arkansas game this week was weird. <clears throat> I don't yeah. think we have it on here. Seven like to three. Three points, yeah. yeah. Against Mississippi State. All, all ten of those points were scored in the first quarter, too. And then nothing else. And then it was God. just over. And then it was just over. It was weird. I, I would have down for a second. Then I look up in the fourth quarter. I would have hated to be at that game. No, I would have been pissed. I'd have been like, I paid money for this, huh? That's cool. Arkansas did fire their offensive coordinator. Oh, after yeah. that game? Yeah. <laughs> so, Iowa man. Iowa needs to take some notes. Feels bad, <laughs> um is that what we got for, for some reactions, though? Alabama beat Tennessee. They got to smoke the cigars this year, not the balls. Yeah, they were down for a little bit. I jinxed yeah. that hard. That's actually the first time uh, since 1998 that Alabama has overcome a 13-point deficit at any point in the game since uh, – or, yeah, since 1998 is the last time they did it. So. Probably because they, they just don't get in those deficits. I was going to say, they're usually not in that position, so – but they had to do it. All right. Uh, AP poll reaction rankings. There were zero shifts at the, the top of the rankings this week. The top six all stayed the same. Um, and then Penn State dropped a little. North Carolina dropped big. And USC down to 24. And we welcome James Madison to the rankings here. At oh, welcome, James Madison. Welcome. Yes. About time. Welcome. Thank God Iowa dropped, man. Thank they shouldn't even be ranked before. Yeah, I don't care that they were six and one. USC oh. shouldn't be ranked. Louisville moved up three spots on a bye week. That's funny. <laughs> Shout out Air Force, man. Seven and zero, ranked nineteen. Air Force. They uh, if they say the top ranked group of five team, they'll get the. New Year's Six bowl bid for the group of five. That'd be fun. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. No, what's mm -hmm. fun is the top four teams all have votes for number one. 
Yeah, and last week Washington even did, but now this week they yeah. they didn't. But yeah, can't wait to see like some that. more of those teams go at it. Corbin Carroll is a dirty, dirty dog. He's a dirty dog. That was that was a nice nice steal. I definitely thought he's gonna get thrown out. Man, I wish we saw an exciting game in Arizona with Arizona versus the Rays, dude. How BS. The ninth inning was exciting. BS is that. Now these guys, now freaking Arizona's in the championship to go to the World Series. How crazy. And we were there. (laughs) We were there. We were there. All right. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Do we have an update on the Brian Ferentz points tracker? Oh, of course we do. Of course we do. We got to stay up to date with that. Okay, Minnesota, as we all know, ended 12-10. to 10, A whopping 10 points. Mm. Almost should have been 17 with the special teams tutty. No shocker. No, nevertheless, nevertheless, the average has gone down. No shocker to nineteen and a half points. That uh, is not gonna get the job done, Brian. You no, know, it's not insurmountable. He can come back from this. I don't think he can. He's got to get Cooper DeGene on the freaking offense, dude. He's got to. He's got to put in a bid for him. Say, hey, we need this guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm really interested to see how this this ends with the Ferences at Iowa because. They can't keep him another year. It's just not going to happen. It's it's miserable. It's absolutely miserable. So fucking bad. I feel bad for Connor. I I know. I, yeah, he, I do. I do feel bad for their fans. Like they have such a their team like keeps winning, but God, the offense is terrible. I know we bitch and moan about our offense, but it could be worse. You yeah. could get twelve <laughs> yards and a half. But here's the thing is they win and I mean we're winning now. Yeah, that that's an interesting thing. I when I was talking with Connor yesterday uh about the Nebraska versus Iowa game, he is like just so confident that they will be scoring on special teams or defense. They that he is so certain that they're gonna get a punt return, a pick six, you know, safety something. But that's what um, they've been doing the last two years. And it's years. crazy. Like, as an Iowa fan, you, like, come to expect that. Like, when are we going to get our pick six this game? Gosh, we haven't gotten our our strip, our uh, scoop and score yet. It's crazy that that's what they're relying on. Yeah, that's the thing that I feel like separates the Iowa defense from a lot of other top 25 defenses is they, they create those havoc plays. Now, they didn't this Minnesota game. They had zero. The defense for zero turnovers, which is – not an Iowa winning formula. Defense has to get some turnovers, but usually they do, and it's like pick sixes, return for a lot of yards, scoop and scores, stuff like that. They really do create this. Well, yeah, I wish our defense then created a little more more turnovers. I'd like to see that. Yeah, but I mean, can't complain with what we're doing. Still, so. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think if our defense created more turnovers, they'd probably be the number one ranked defense in the country because it would allow less yards. Yeah, they and they'd get themselves off the field a little bit more. I think as the season has now continued, that'll happen more. So and especially as they get more pressure on the quarterback, we just need maybe this week with Hudson Carr they can do that. Force some mistakes, pressure mistakes. That's what we'll be looking for. 
Okay. Do we want to get into Tank and Bank now? The best segment. Okay. This, are we doing? What are we doing first? I think we start with Tank, right? We always start with Tank. I think this is going to be another. This is going to be the third week in a row where I think everybody's Tank will be the same. I mean, at least it should be the same. <laughs> I mean, last week oh, really? it was Colorado. The week before that, it was Miami. I know Mine we all Miami. got the same. I know we all got the same tank this week. Are you sure? Heather, what do you think? The Heather, we have the same tank, bro. I mean, it's gotta tank? be Hitler. It's gotta be. Oh, Hitler I don't. There is no way it should not be getting beat forty-nine-zero and putting Hitler on the big. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. That was bad. bad. I did not see that. What was worse than Hitler and getting a beat 49 to 0? The Michigan State football program is in shambles right now. I, what are your guys' tanks? I, oh, my I tank is. That, I'm not going to lie. My tank was going to be the refs for the Iowa Minnesota game. For making the right call? Okay. Oh, by, by the letter of the law, yes. I'm kidding. But that normally would not get called. You know, no. they got screwed over. They really did. Am I happy that Iowa lost? Absolutely. But if that happened in Nebraska, I would be pissed. So yeah, that's no. my tank. Not ideal there. Uh, my tank is uh, North Carolina. 24, 25-ish point favorites, top 10 team over a one-win Virginia team. And they lose. That is crazy. But did they put the Fuhrer up on their screen? <laughs> they actually, their coach is not involved in an active scandal, and they did not put uh, Adolf Hitler on their big screen. So they do have that going for them. Uh, my tank is short and simple. Iowa's offense is pretty freaking bad. Pretty, pretty miserable to watch. Sorry. That's a, that's a good one. I'm really surprised that it was not. A sweep for Hitler. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm not it, I didn't even it, see it. It should be. That's What's a, even worse, too, is they Michigan State, like the person who put that on the big screen, said it was just like an AI generated thing, so he didn't realize. And then everyone has now discovered that it's actually a YouTube video uh, that was stolen. And the creator of the video has come out now saying that he was never asked about it and never gave them permission to use the video. The video is posted on Reddit. It's just it's just right on YouTube. The guy has a bunch of videos like that where he just random trivia. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, they just put on YouTube and let it roll on the Jumbotron. Tough scenes in East Lansing. By the way, the but, Nebraska hey, what go ahead. Can we I just got one more thing about Hitler. Um where was Hitler born? I was. Uh, how many people you think know this answer? Austria. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. I didn't know that. Everyone in East Lansing now knows. They're smarter because of it. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say that the Nebraska-Michigan State game time did just get announced like yesterday or something. It is going to be an 11 a.m. game, uh, and it is going to be the most dead atmosphere at that game that you might ever see. Because Michigan State sucks. If we don't beat Michigan State, that's going to be sad. That would be sad. That would actually be really sad. Good thing we own Michigan State. Yeah, we do. Were there uh, any other honorable mentions for uh, for Tank? 
Because I, 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 I had an honorable mention of USC just because. Yeah. Yeah, USC I would honorable mention that. Bad. I think you got to tank. I'm on that train. You got to tank Michigan. They had the scandals before the season started, and now they have the, the sign-stealing scandal. Yeah, but they're still the best team in the country, so it's like. Yeah, I can't tank them. Hey, I, yeah. I'm going to tank them. You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I am going to tank them. You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Okay, um, let's get in the bank. I actually don't even – I had my bank, and now I lost it, so now I'm trying to look through the games of the last week. Does anyone else want to go first? I can't remember what mine was. I'll go first. Iowa, Minnesota, under 30 and a half is awesome. That is awesome for the brand. That's a bank. My bank. bank my bank's going to be Michigan. Spread has hit like the last three or four weeks in a row. Last year, they couldn't cover. Now they are covering the spread. You want to know why? Because Devin's picking it. No, Jim Harbaugh's back. You mean the spread or the total? The spread. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh's back. Okay. Doesn't matter. He knows the spreads. <laughs> he, has him, he has him written down. He has him written down. He's a cheater playbook. and a gambler. <laughs> I respect the hustle, man. Now, but Max, what's your bank? I, I have an honorable mention. Uh, my bank, I'm going to actually go Air Force for the 17-6 to win over Navy. They hold the Commander-in-Chief trophy right now, and they're on track to keeping it because they'll play Army, who has two wins, and I think they'll win that. Um, and they're 7-0, and top 25 team in the country. So Air Force, that's that's a bank. We get a Headley bank? Yeah, yeah, my bank, I always go Homer with the banks. Um, I'm going national marker. The polar bear, um, Great. my favorite Husker. My favorite Husker. Even though I hope Luke Reimer um, takes it back, um, but it's those two. It's a two horse race. Luke Reimer and Nash uh, is my favorite Husker. That's a bank. Great. Yeah, bank. my honorable my honorable mention was going to be Nebraska, especially the defense in this last game. I like that. All right, week nine preview. Couple of big games. Uh, Top 15 matchup, number eight, Oregon, favored by seven at number 13, Utah. Uh, it's going to be up to that Utah defense. I think the rumor is that Cam Rising is going to redshirt this year, which means he can still play four games. I don't know if he will or not. I don't know what those games will be because um, he wants to come back for what will be his seventh season next year. Jesus. The old Cam Rising. Cam's never going to go away. No. The guy's gonna be fucking thirty years old. College but, um, I mean, if he redshirts and plays four games, this has got to be one of them. This has to be. Well, one if of them. he's fully, I don't even know if he's like fully, fully healthy yet. Even if he is, though, and he's gonna take that redshirt and he only plays one game all season, I'd say this has got to be the game. And then if they make it to the Pac-12 championship, I don't. I don't think postseason games count in the four game red shirt rule either. So I think he if that's the case. But I don't I don't know. I can't say for sure. Well yeah, I mean yeah. that'd be a game changer if he uh was healthy and was able to play in this game. Yeah. Um I'm expecting Bo Nix to, to do big things in that game, even against that Utah defense. So excited to watch that one. Uh 
we're going to need an Isaiah preview on the number 20 Duke Blue Devils at number 18 Louisville. Louisville favored by four in this one. Actually a pretty good game uh, in the ACC. This one, I like this matchup. Yeah, this this would be an honorable mention for a game of the week this week. Uh, I think it's going to be a dogfight. Um, spread scares me because, um, you know, Louisville did beat Notre Dame, but they lost to Pitt. Um, they had a bye week to kind of recover from that loss. But it's, it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a close game. Um, honestly, it's a coin flip for me. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a good game for sure. Big ACC game. Yeah, Isaiah, what's the keys to the game for your Louisville Cardinals to, to win? Their defense, for sure. Uh-huh. We, their defense needs to play like they did against Notre Dame. Just lock down the quarterback. Don't let him run the ball. Uh, get some turnovers and turn those turnovers into points like they did against Notre Dame. I don't know if uh, Riley Leonard is going to be back for this game. I think they said he's day-to-day. Um, so that's big. And then last one I had on here, um, just because. Uh, number three, Ohio State, favored by a couple touchdowns at Wisconsin. This is a night game on NBC. It should be a pretty good atmosphere in Madison. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to be excited to to look in on it. Um, as the night goes on, and maybe Wisconsin keeps it a game. But, I think Ohio State just rolls them. Yeah, I I think honorable lock of the week. Even though I've got a way better one. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. <clears throat> yeah, definitely an honorable mention for lock of the week. Like Brad said, I I just Ohio State looks too good. Um, I don't think it'll be a close game at all. Home crowd's not going to help them at all. And then uh, let's get into the Nebraska preview. Massive game. Purdue coming into Lincoln. Huskers favored by two and a half. Uh, I mentioned earlier the weather for this one. It's going to be a cold game. High is like 43 or something. It should say high is 42. Might be cloudy and misty, um, but we'll see. That's like a 40 or 50% chance right now. So we'll see how the precipitation aspect of it goes. But it's going to be cold. Big Ten football weather for a Big Ten West game. It's the only Big Ten West matchup of the week. Um, and again, if Nebraska wants to keep their chances alive and pretty good, honestly, to win the West, have to win this game. And if they can win this game and move to five and three, love their chances to make a bowl game this year. Because then you just got to win at least one, hopefully more, of your last four games. I mean, that's what this game can set you up to do if you can, if you can go out there and get this win. Yeah, this this game is absolutely massive for the program. Um, we haven't won five games in a long time, uh, so that Matt Rule to do that in the first year would be amazing. Um, you know, like Max said, the weather is not going to be too favorable for either team. Uh, so keys of this game is to get our run game down. Um, you know, that's going to be huge, especially if it's raining. You know, we're not too confident in Harbor's arm and his accuracy. Um, so holding on to the football when we're running it is going to be huge. Um, then for the defense as well, you know, we have, we're allowing under a hundred rush yards a game. Um, and, you know, if they're going to pound the rock, we got to, we got to hold, you know, build that wall and not let them get through. Um, yeah. Hudson card, big name, for, you know, Texas transfer. 
let's just let's show him what this big ten or this black shirt defense is all about. Let's get in his face. Um and Nash Hot Mockers let him have a day. Yeah, I like that. Let's let's cause some disruption um on the line. Uh Purdue is eighty eighth in the country in giving up sacks. They give up quite a lot of sacks, and as we know, Nebraska's eighth in the country in defensive sacks per game. So that's a good mismatch there that I like for Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska's rushing defense is eighth in the country. Uh, Purdue's rushing offense is 89th in the country. Another matchup there. Again, I think D-line play and those interior linebackers um, can lock that down and force Purdue to be extremely one-dimensional in the passing game, which it should be a, a cold, maybe slightly rainy, misty game, some wind. We know how that fall football weather works in Lincoln. Take the passing game out of it a little bit more. And I, I really like Nebraska's matchup for, for the Husker defense. I actually hate it. <laughs> I think with the, when we've been hurt, it's been through the air, and Purdue can kind of sling it. Uh, I'm worried they're gonna they're just gonna dice us up. This game has me really concerned. I, I actually I have bet on Purdue already. I bet on the spread. Uh, maybe I'm trying to buy a win. Maybe I just don't believe that we can win three Big Ten games in a row. Uh, it just doesn't seem like a possibility with how the last few years have went. Uh, Purdue, yes, Headley, you're right. Purdue's just daunting, uh, ridiculously powerful, 63rd ranked passing offense in the nation. Yeah, they that's can very it, scary. They can very it. scary. Yeah, 63rd in the country is extremely scary. Dude, what's ours? Our what's passing our pass? offense? I never said our passing offense was good. I just like our matchup. What about our pass, our pass defense? Dude, what we, this, what game is, this game is going to be really, really fucking hard. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. Uh, it's why it's a two-and-a-half spread. It's going to be a close game. It's a huge game. You got anything, Brad? Yeah, man, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. You guys already hit on all the points. I mean, same same shit, different week. I hope our offense is clean and our defense is uh, still dominant. Um, also, I'm excited for this game because it's my first home game of the season. Very excited to be back in Memorial Stadium. Uh, I love the cold weather games. Uh, last year when we played Wisconsin and all us boys were there, great atmosphere. Um, it's not going to be quite as cold as that game was last year, but I'm still excited. Uh, it's just, it's that, it gives you that big 10 West feeling, you know, fall weather, uh, winter is coming this way. He's slowly here and I'm excited. This is my favorite kind of football. I am super excited as well for the weather and also my first home game of the year. Um, gosh, I really hope we can, we can do it. Uh, the hype will be ridiculous if we can win this one i i'm super excited for the the headley family tailgate man i've, I've been missing out on that action i'm sure they're yeah really it's, it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good time yeah super pumped for this one gosh just another huge game to get through it'd be the first time nebraska's won three games in a row since 2016 um so that would be 
that's like the main reason I'm so cautious is it just does it. I'm just keeping my heart guarded right now with how uh, I've been treated recently in Nebraska football. It's yeah. it's a daunting task, man. Yeah, it is. Um, again, more reason why I kind of like this matchup too. Nebraska has a top 25 scoring defense in the nation on top of their top 25 total defense. Uh, and Purdue's scoring offense is 100th in the country. Purdue is 100th in the country in scoring. So just like our defense to uh, play really good again. It'll be key. I think it'll be another low-scoring game. And I would be shocked if either team actually got above a few scores. So, especially with the weather, it'll be the first cold weather game for both teams all year. So, but all there's to it. Hey, all these Nebraska boys we got on the team, they're used to this. They were built for games like this. This is true. Although, I think Purdue, it gets pretty cold in Purdue, too. So, Indiana. Hey, now all their players are from Indiana, man. Not our players. All of our players are from Nebraska. Hey, it seems like about 25% of the team is from Nebraska. It does actually seem like we do have a lot. Yeah, dude, something I really hate is teams that aren't a state. It pisses me off so fucking much, actually. Northwestern, stupid. Purdue, stupid. Rutgers, what the hell even is that? All right, we ready to get into locks, dogs, and uh, predictions here? Yes, sir. And uh, before that, Brad, can we get a, a record update? Yes, sir. So last week, had a pretty good week between all of us. So Max went 8-5, and five, Isaiah went 10-5, and five, Headley went 11-2. and two. Our guest picker, Mr. Benjamin Dalton, beat Isaiah 11 to two. Hold on. Hold on. He wants to he wants to show his face. Hey Ben. I already I already <laughs> screenshotted it and sent it to Ben. I as Brad would say, I gotta give you your flowers, man. He's he's giving you your flowers. Hey, you did it. <laughs> I love the redemption. I, I talked all that shit and he beat me. I love it. I love it. All right. So Connor went ten and three. I went nine and four, a little bounce back for my my negative weeks. Uh, Devin went nine and four, and then we had a couple locks this week. A couple locks. So Max hit his lock of Iowa Minnesota under thirty two and a half. Headley also had that and hit his lock Iowa Minnesota hey. under. I, I, it's four in a row for me. Uh, four locks in a row, and I'm positive now. Headley's on a heater. Our uh, guest picker. Ben, he hit his Air Force minus 10. It was close. Uh, Navy almost, they went for two and, and missed it, so they covered by 11. Um, mine hits USC Utah over 55 and a half. Never a doubt. Devin hits Michigan, Michigan State over 47 and a half. Michigan scored a 49 by themselves. Pretty impressive. He's on a heater. Devin is absolutely on a heater. Um, we only had two underdogs hit. Headley hit his Utah plus seven, so he's got seven points there. And then Ben hit his Oklahoma State plus three, the only guest picker to hit his dog all year. Ben, hey. Ben had a great I, week. 
And gotta give him crazy. his flowers again, man. He's Honestly. got as many locks as me and half as many dogs. <laughs> Honestly. I've been here for eight weeks. He's been here for one. He's out here. So, okay. Our overall records, we got Max at 70 and 29. Isaiah 81 and 18. Pretty, pretty decent. Pretty decent. Headley at 72 and 27. Connor at 75 and 24. I'm at 62 and 37, but coming up the rear. Devin is 71 and 28. Max is five and two with his locks. Very impressive. Headley is four and three with his locks. Connor is four and three with his locks. I am two and five with our my lock. My locks. And Devin is five and two with his locks. I skipped Isaiah because I want him to be last. I am last. I actually did not update the locks. Actually thinking about that. No, wait, did I? No, I didn't. I didn't update the locks. I'm sorry. I believe uh, Max should be six and two. Isaiah one and seven. Headley five and three. Connor four and four. Myself three and five. Devin six and two. That is the actual locks. I apologize. Um, and then the dogs. We got Max at zero. What's the working oh, on it? Oh, Alec Baum. This guy's popping off. Okay, sorry. The Phillies are up two to one. Um, Isaiah, he's got two dogs, ten and a half points. Headley's at four. He is leading with twenty points. Connor is at two with eleven and a half points. Myself, I'm at one with three and a half points. Devin is at two with thirteen and a half points. And then um, took a took a second, but we are done. All right. With that, then let's get into our. Thank you, uh, Brad. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Uh, with that, let's get into our uh, locks and dogs and picks, and our special guest this week, which, as we mentioned, is a very famous guest. And if you're watching the stream, you can't see them because I am actually holding him. It is George Washington. It's a yes. quarter. George hey, Washington. George Washington, welcome to the show, baby. Sometimes, you know, times are tough. You can't get the, the guest picker that you want. So we're going to flip a coin for every game live here. I have no idea what is actually going to happen with this. And uh, we're going to see what George Washington picks. We also do have very fitting locks and underdogs for George. And in case we you're wondering, this quarter on the back of it is Wilma Mankiller. So <laughs> special edition yeah, right there, folks. Yeah. Uh, so what's heads, what's tails? I well, think, so, so um, this is what I was thinking. I don't know if you're thinking the same thing. I think if you, you know, it's like the first game, Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma heads, Kansas tails. And you just go left side is heads, right side is tails. Sure. I was going to do it actually similarly, but the other way, because I was going to do heads is the home team. So like Kansas would be heads. I was just okay. do home, home, home is heads. Home heads. Home heads. That's all I was Yeah. A home head. Um, all right. Locks. Uh, this week, my lock, I'm going a cross-divisional game in the Big Ten. Michigan State and Minnesota over 39.5. A Big Ten over because um, I think Minnesota's defense is susceptible to giving up some points to that bad Michigan State offense. And the Minnesota offense is going to be able to score on a terrible Michigan State defense. Um, so, yeah. Max, I kind of don't like that one, but it could hit. 
Well, um, you're one and seven, so I love it even more now. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm about to go two and seven because I'm stealing Brad's lock. USC Cal over 67 and a half. My locks have just been hitting all year. <laughs> what do we got, George? Oh, that's, we were going Headley. Go Headley. No, go Headley. Oh, it's my – so, sorry, I just had to switch my lock because I don't want to ruin Max's credibility because um, I was going to go the under of Minnesota. Oh, um, a little and, fade uh, Michigan action. State. Um, but I will not um, attack Max's credibility. Um, he also has a really good record in lock, so I think it would be wise if I chose something else. Um, so I am going to take the under of Nebraska-Purdue. I don't think that game's going to get the 40, 40 and a half. That is a great bet. Even though your score prediction has it at 40, which is cutting it very close, but that's a, I like that. I, I calculated everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, George Washington, you go. Oh yes. George Washington's lock is army. It has to be. It's his own army. He was, uh, you know, uh, Commander, general, whatever you want to call it, of the army during the uh, the Revolutionary War. So army nine and a half over. We're going to pretend the Redcoats, but it's actually just UMass. I love it. It's good luck, George. Uh, I'm going to go the USC Cal over 67 and a half has not failed me once this year. USC is free money. Their offense is decent their defense is terrible cal can put up some points this one's going to 70 and then oh do we want to say devin's at the end uh we we can if we want yeah we might as well throw it in there i i do like his i i almost did go his devin's is air force colorado state under 48 and a half good luck devin Good luck. All right. Uh, underdogs this week. Uh, I was still deciding. This is last second. But I am going to go with, and I, I mentioned earlier, Brad, but same as you, that Cal plus 10. Because um, yeah. USC is fraudulent. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, I thought about going as big as a Vanderbilt plus 24 and a half. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. We're going Cal. I really like that one. Um, but I'm going Arizona plus three and a half versus the Oregon State Beef. Arizona has really proven themselves in these last coming weeks. And I think they got the they got the chance to take down the eleventh ranked Beeves. I really like that actually. Isaiah, that's a good lock. I think you'll get what are you at one now? I think this will get you to two. I decided I'm that was going my to underdog. Hard... Oh, sorry. Sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> I had decided I'm going to hardcore by myself a win this weekend. I'm taking Purdue two and a half point underdog. I almost did that. I, I literally almost did that. Had your happiness, Hadley. I like it. I, I'm buying a win somehow this week. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, George Washington, birthplace. Credit Brad for this idea. Plus 18 and a half, Virginia uh, against Miami. Miami coming off that big Clemson win in overtime. George knows he's got him, you know, on a high right now. 
Of course, Virginia's coming off a big win too, but that's momentum building in their case. We got to create our own narratives. Virginia's building momentum. Miami is going to come down after their big win. Goddamn right. Good. Good underdog, George. I'm going to go Cal plus 10, or plus 10 uh, against USC. I originally had Utah, and I forgot today. I was thinking about I was actually going to do the Cal plus 10. Um, like Max said, USC is fraudulent. Uh, Devin is going to go Wyoming plus five away at Boise State. Which I, I like that. That's uh, plus four and a half. Or Devin, we're taking away a half point. I got it. I see one as plus five. Oh, we can give them. We can give them the five. You might have been Boise looking on ESPN. Boise State's a lock. Yeah. <laughs> All right, into the picks now. Uh, first game we're going to go to Saturday. Number six, Oklahoma, favored by nine and a half at Kansas. Uh, I got Oklahoma getting the job done, although it could be. I just, what did I just do? I just actually got any time. Oh, yes. Thank you, Brad. Oklahoma gets the win. Yeah, I have Oklahoma here too. Sorry, Hadley. I just, I don't think Kansas can do it. I agree. I don't think Kansas will do it either. Um, I got Oklahoma. I just need two more wins out of Kansas this year. Uh, Huskers and Kansas need two more victories. Hope they can do it. All right, what we got, George? Oh, yeah. Here we go. First first heads flip. Or tail fucking coin flip. Heads heads is Kansas. Tails is Oklahoma. It is heads. George Washington has the... Has the upset. Oh, Paid man. The power six. Fade the power six. <laughs> I like it. All right. All right. I got, I got Oklahoma, and Devin has Oklahoma as well, it looks like. Connor better get his picks in. Enough said. Enough said. All right. Next, Georgia and Florida. This game, as always, played in uh, Jacksonville at the Jaguars Stadium. Split stadium. Great rivalry. Georgia's still too strong right now. They, uh, they get the dub. Uh, Devin said it a couple weeks ago, Graham Mertz is not him. Give me Carson Beck and the Bulldogs. I got the dog. George? All right. Florida is technically, even though it's a neutral site, Florida is the home team for this game, so they are heads. Oh, almost fell over. Oh, it's George Washington going with the uh, – Oh, no. Oh, Um, man. Not so fast, George. Not so fast. I'm going to go Georgia for my schmeckles, and then Devin is also going Georgia. George Washington fading the power six so far. All right. Michigan State at Minnesota. Gophers favored by seven. Um, And I've got Minnesota still winning this game. I think Michigan State's a really bad team right now in shambles. Both of these teams are in shambles, but I think Flexter's got it in this game. Give I don't Min- think that Minnesota's in shambles. Give me shambles. the gopher. I yeah, think they're in shambles. I don't think they're in shambles. They're not in shambles. They're not in shambles. playing pretty good for what they are. Um, I got Minnesota. Okay. Okay. George. George. All right. Oh, my goodness. So it's tails. It's tails. Michigan State. <laughs> wow. He is fading the power <laughs> six. Well, uh, I'm going to go to the Wombats. I'm going to go Minnesota. And uh, Devin's going Minnesota as well. 
It will good be close, back. though. It will be close, though. It will be a good game. Now the spread game of the week, Indiana and Penn State. Uh, we seem to have a lot of these Big Ten East teams as the spread pick of the week. Uh, I'm going to say Penn State does cover this one. Indiana's bad, and I think Penn State's going to be looking for some redemption. Yeah, I'm I'm going to say no here. Um, earlier in the season, I would have said yes uh, for Penn State to cover this. But I think after they're showing the last game, they will perform better. But I think it's just too much to uh, ask for after a game like that. Yeah, I don't think they'll cover. All right. Penn State will be heads for the cover. It is heads. Penn State is covering, according to George Washington. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go now. Uh, I don't I don't know. I just don't. I literally have no reasoning behind it. I just kind of went with it. Uh, Devin's going to go yes. All right. Fair enough from the Devster. Uh, next, Tennessee and Kentucky. This one's only three and a half point spread in favor of Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee looked really good for a while last week against Alabama, but they couldn't finish the job. So I got Tennessee uh, because they did look really good for a while. I think the offense is still really good, so they'll be fine. Yeah, this is a this is a tough game to pick here. Um, Tennessee, they did look good for a while until Isaiah said, "Max, great dog in the se- start of the second half," and they scored on. Scored in like 41 seconds, Alabama did. So I'm going Kentucky here. I think they're going to play a little bit better football. Yeah, I think this is a tough one for Tennessee to bounce back from. Um, Their coach is kind of a goofball. I'm going Kentucky. George Washington has Kentucky. It is a heads on that one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, home team here. Uh, I'm going to go Kentucky against – Tennessee. And then Devin is going the Vols. He's going Tennessee. All right. Now the group of five game of the week, um, Wyoming at Boise State. So this one will be on the blue field, four and a half, five point spread, depending on where you look. I would like to give a secondary group of five game of the week. Shout out to the 930 UNLV Fresno State game. Both those teams are six and one. Um, and UNLV is receiving votes in this AP Top 25. It's the first time in their history that they're receiving votes to be ranked. But anyway, Wyoming, Boise State. I got Wyoming. They've looked uh, pretty good this year. Boise State's been a little bit of uh, a disappointment. I'm going Boise State here since it's uh, on the blue field. I'm going Wyoming because I hate the blue field. George Washington. Just dropped the coin. It's happened a couple times. Heads, he's going with the blue field. I'm going to go with the home team as well, Boise State. Devin is going Wyoming. Now, Iowa State at Baylor, closest spread of our picks this week. And uh, I'm just going to have to go with Vegas and the slight um, points in, in Iowa State. And Baylor's been really bad. So, yeah, you know what? Cyclones. Both of these teams have been terrible this year. Um, But I'm taking Baylor since it's a home game. Yeah, I'm taking Baylor. George Washington is taking Iowa State. Tails. 
I am going with Baylor. And Devin is going to go with Iowa State. Now, Ohio State and Wisconsin. This will be a big night game. Atmosphere should be reasonably juiced. Um, but I think Ohio State's just too strong, and they come away with the win here. I think they've shown that they're a pretty legit contender. It's always hard to uh, go play uh, at Wisconsin. Well, Ohio State are them dudes. Give me the Buckeyes. Yeah, I I got Ohio State, and I think it's you can make an argument they have the best resume in all of football or college football. Yeah, I would, I would completely agree with that. They have the two two of the best wins, so no doubt about it. We do get oh man, George, we do get ahead. So Wisconsin is winning according George. to George White. George likes the underdogs, folks. Not so fast, George. Ohio State's about to wax that ass on the badge. Then Devin's going to Ohio State as well. Hey, George might know something, man. George does not know shit. He's oh, man. I mean, if he gets even a couple of these, that would be very impressive and would also bode pretty bad for everyone else. Okay, what if George had a perfect week? I'll flip th- a coin every week. I'll yeah, ask George I, th- <laughs> I think I would have to. <laughs> All right, sneaky good matchup next. Uh, Oregon State of Arizona. Arizona. Best, what are they? St- I think they're still four and three. Uh, team in the country. The Mahomes, I don't know if he's back yet or not. Either way, I still have to go with Oregon State. I think they're a more complete team. I'm not hedging this week. I'm taking Arizona. They're looking very hot right now. It doesn't even matter if the Mahomes doesn't play, they got Fafita. Yeah, I get Arizona as well. They're the they got to be the best four and three team in the country. Okay, George. George is going tails, so George is going Oregon State. Beef. Uh, I'm going to go Arizona. I've liked uh, what I've seen from them this year, and then Devin is going to go Oregon State. Next, we get into the first ranked matchup. We're going to be picking one of two ranked matchups on the weekend. Duke at number or number twenty. Duke at number eighteen. Louisville, um, and I'm going to go Louisville. But I wish I knew if Riley Leonard uh, was for sure playing or not, because that would absolutely affect my pick. But uh, in this case, because we don't know, and he might not be hundred percent, I'm going to go Louisville. Might be a homer pick. Um, going Louisville here. Jawar Jordan. He's lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go Homer here. I'm going to take Louisville. Good guy, job, Louisville. Guy can't even say the, the name right. Can't be a Homer pick. Idiot. Louisville, Louisville, Nebraska. Homer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. George Washington. Okay. Come on, He's George. He's going. Come on, George. With Duke. That's a Tails. Fuck. Um, after a little quick research, it looks like Duke quarterback was forced out of the last, the last game, re-injuring his ankle. So I feel like he's probably out. Nevertheless, I'm going Duke. Fuck Louisville. And then Devin, Devin wanted me to say this. He's going Duke. Also, fuck Louisville. (laughs) That's fair. There was ever a pick I wouldn't mind missing. That's the one. Devin also said that Notre Dame 
was a lock when they played Louisville. So I don't think he knows about them Cardinals. I also said Notre Dame was a lock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we get on to Oregon at Utah, the biggest game of the weekend. Um, I think Oregon's going to be too strong in this one. Utah's offense without Cam Rising and without some of the other pieces they've been missing, uh, still just too unreliable. So Oregon gets the, the win. Or, and Oregon just looks like a fantastic football team this season. Yeah, Oregon is definitely the most complete team in this game. Um, Bodacious is insane. Um, yeah, uh, give me the... <laughs> Yeah, I get the Ducks as well. They just look damn good. Give me a quack. Did you say they look ducking good, Headley? They look ducking good. Pretty <laughs> ducking good. Give me a quack, good. Brad. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, George. George. George is going head, so he is going Utah. George loves to fade the power six. That's actually crazy. I think he's – wow, okay. That was actually insane. Uh, me and Devin are going to go Oregon. Devin and I. Although, although Utah was potentially going to be my underdog. Yeah. They were in there. Oh, excuse me. Big yawn. All right. Now, the Husker game. Saturday, it's a 2.30 game. Uh, I will be attending this game, and I cannot wait. Uh, going to be layered up, gloves, hat. Like we said, can't say it enough, Big Ten football weather. Massive game for the division. Massive game for Nebraska Bull Hopes. And apparently the Purdue head coach hates Nebraska and the color uh, because his dad played for Colorado and he also played for Colorado. So you know what? Not just the color. The end. The end on the helmet. It's personal now. It's personal now. Also, Tommy Hill should be back, Matt Rule said. So that's huge. Actual quote from from Matt Rule in the Monday press conference. Actual quote. Tommy Hill has superhuman healing powers. Those words came out of Matt Rule's mouth. Tommy Hill Hill is a super whatever. Tommy Hill is an alien. He's an alien. I'm surprised the Nebraska coaching staff has not sent him to be studied by... Science, uh, scientific, you know, laboratories with how amazing he is at football and apparently, again, superhuman healing powers. Um, but with that, I do have Nebraska winning this game. Um, I think, uh, Headley, you had the under. I think that's a great bet. I don't think this game comes all that close. Um, Nebraska's defense is going to dominate, and they're going to win it 20 to seven. And Nebraska, again, they had some open plays last week. I think they're going to fix some of that stuff. Emma Johnson and AG are going to have big games. Harburg's going to be more accurate. They're going to hit those plays 20 to 7. Yeah. Um, I picked every Nebraska game right this year. I am 7 and 0 on the Nebraska picks. I'm going the Scurs here. Um, they're, they look like a better team. Um, the defense is definitely huge for the Scurs this week. And I got the score 24 21. Um, I think it's going to be a big game, you know, big ground game. Um, I know our rushing defense has been really good this year, but let's see if they can do it three weeks in a row. And uh, maybe I'm just trying to buy wins. I'm going Purdue. This game has scared me so much, uh, just with how our 
like the injuries on our offense. It's, everyone has to be firing on all cylinders. Uh, it's going to be so hard to win this game, I think. Uh, I got Purdue winning. What's the score? I don't know. I put some shit down earlier. Twenty-seven <laughs> thirteen. That he's got right now. All right, what's George going with? Is he gonna piss oh, yeah. us off? Don't piss me off, George. I I don't got enough room on this damn desk to be flipping this damn thing. All right, reflip because it didn't. George has. <laughs> Let's go. Oscar's Let's go. Baby. I'll take the picture for proof in case you don't believe me. Okay, picture is done. Heads. Uh, George says a score prediction of 90 to zero, 90 to zero, something like that. We can go that, but I was going to go the Big Ten West version, which is three to two, nine to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying three to two? Yeah, George Washington's going three to two. Scores <laughs> by one, baby. Scores by one. <laughs> I would be um, <laughs> Truthfully, truthfully. I haven't thought about this game. Uh, playing Purdue is always a difficult game. Um, I'm just kind of riding the highs that we've we've been winning. Um, I'm just going to go Nebraska as a homer pick, twenty to ten. The under hits because that's that's a lock. And then um, Devin's going to go Nebraska as well. No score prediction from him, so I'm going to say he thinks it's ninety to zero. All right, Devin has ninety to zero. I've been pretty close on the last couple, couple score predictions for the Huskers too. Actually, a couple times this year. So I'm hoping this one finally does hit. Exact score, but mm. put twenty five cents on on those bad boys. I you'd be proud of me, Max. I don't think I told you, but I did a bunch of those last week. Oh, they're so fun, aren't they? None of them None hit, of though, them right? Hit. Yeah, that's hit. not supposed to be part of it. They're not supposed to hit, but <laughs> they're right. just really so fun to fun. play. Brad also play. didn't watch football with us last week. I, to be fair to the viewers out there, the two viewers, Uncle Brad, shouts outs. I care about the boys too much. I wasn't feeling very good. My throat wasn't very up to par. And I couldn't kiss Max. I didn't want to get Max sick. So I appreciate that. I am actually kind of coming off of a, a little cold myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of right there with you, Brad. But I'm going to be... I actually kind of got over the cold before the weekend, but I think the busy ass weekend we had just I'm knocked bad. me right back out. Yeah, yeah it was no, actually yesterday. Yesterday was terrible. I called out of work. I went to the doctor. My throat felt like it was swollen because of I think Sunday because I did not rest at all. Exact same situation, Brad. Yeah. I I felt like dog shit yesterday. Just worked from home the last couple of days, and uh, yeah. Yeah, but I actually feel a lot better. So we're we're on the up, we're on the up. I was just gonna say that I feel great now. Uh, it was a great weekend for the Skurs again with the dub in football and volleyball. Isaiah Headley, I might see you this Saturday. Headley, I might be at your tailgate, and we are going to get. I'll have to see because I obviously I'm going with some family stuff. Might have to hit up some other tailgates. We are going to get fired up for some Nebraska football. Massive game. Going to be a good atmosphere. Everyone's going to be. You know, fireball shooters are going to be flowing because it's going to be 40 degrees. Somebody somebody has to make my pregame fireball and apple juice in honor of me, please. We can make I'm that good. work. Thank you. All right. In honor of you, Brad, I will make sure that that happens. Are you going to – you're not going to go down to the 
Nah, Lincoln or the game or anything? I, I got family in town. I got you. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. A huge shout out to George Washington for coming back from the grave to pick this game. All right. I hope he goes undefeated this week and just shows us how to do the picks, man. I hope he gets it, at least one of them right. <laughs> and and I hope one that one is Nebraska. <laughs> um, with that being said, huge shout out to uh, Team Blue this last weekend taking the dub. Um, yep, Max, <laughs> you know what's up, baby. Let's go. Congrats. No one fucking knows that we did a Ryder Cup, dude. Hey, now no they do. Now they do. Oh, uh, Skurs, like I said last week, we're going to win out the rest of the season. One game in, five left. Hopefully next back next week we come back with two wins with four left. With that being said, I hope you all have a fun and safe weekend. All of you that are going to the game, safe travels down. I know three of us are going to be there. And I love Big Ten West football especially in cold weather. With that being said, as always, go Big Red. Go Hawks.